while, we have a ton of new gift with purchases and sales in store. So sign up for our emails at loverslane.com to stay in the loop of all our promotions. More romance, more intimacy, more often Coming up on this episode of the Lover's Lane podcast, it's finally our anal episode with Alicia Sinclair. Stay tuned. More romance, more intimacy, more Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Lover's Lane podcast. My name is Haley. I am an intimacy expert online. I'm a romance specialist in our stores and I'm the host of the Lover's Lane podcast, which is all about love, romance, and connecting and bonding with your partner. So today's episode is one that I surely have been asked about a lot, um, not only on a store level, but through our podcast. You guys have reached out to me and enjoyed the prostate episode with Topher Taylor of Nexus. So I reached out to the queen bee of all anal stimulation, Miss Alicia Sinclair, who is the CEO of Children of the Revolution, which includes B-Vibe, Lewand and the Cowgirl, all brands that I adore that we sell. And I kind of had a little lose my cool starstruck in the beginning of our interview. She is just a really necessary person as far as sex toys go. The education that comes with her products is next level amazing. So as always, I am going to just give you guys this great interview because she is so knowledgeable. But if you have questions on anything my email is Haley. It's H-A-L-E-Y at loverslane.com. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We're now on Pandora as well. And our Facebook is the Lovers Lane Podcast. You can always write to us or leave us a review there as well. So she's, he's, and they's. I will give you the amazing Alicia Sinclair. Stay tuned until the end of the episode though, because we do have really awesome sales and I'll let you know about all of them there. I hope you enjoy. Not only on my socials am I getting so many questions about anal play, but I've worked in our stores for six years. So everyone's always asking me about it. There's so much curiosity that comes with anal play. And for those that have tried it and love it, they always want, you know, something else or just a little yeah. different experience. So it's it's going to be great. But first of all, I want to just, I'm like starstruck. Like I, I just look <laughs> up to you so much. Like you are uh, such an inspiration to me. I love what you've done, what you've created, not just for Bivai, but also Lewand and the cowgirl. They were definitely needed in the sex toy industry. So thank you for that. <laughs> My pleasure. You gave me a little. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're making awesome, awesome toys. And before we just dive into Bivibe, as far as what products you have. I guess my first question for you is why do you think that anal is becoming so popular? Do you think it's because of porn or do you think that people are just kind of getting more comfortable with opening up with what they want? I guess I want to say that I think anal has always been really popular. Uh, you know, I, you know, my high school years were in the late nineties and I feel like people were talking about it then, you know, so here we are, you know, 20 years plus later and what I think we're seeing is media being willing to talk about, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of what used to be a very uh, taboo subject and talking about it in a way that's uh, much more sex positive. 
you know, it used to be dirty. It used to be framed around like um, specifically around gay men. It used to, you know, be considered like a, something very sinful and an abomination. And now what I think we're seeing is people having conversations that are much more how-to and pleasure-based. Mm -hmm. And I think more, more like, and I, and I say this with as much grace as I can, you know, myself being in this category, but a lot of um, women sex educators like talking about it in a way that makes it sound really interesting for people to participate in. Yes. And more accepted. Like just, yeah, absolutely. For sure. I definitely see it can be a fetish, but do you think, like, I know that B-Vibe is all about inclusivity for any gender, any orientation. What do you say if you know, the goal is for a person that they want anal penetration. Like what are the the steps there? Uh, if penetration is your end goal, um, regardless of, uh, you know, your anatomy per se, the process needs to be slow. And I know that sounds super annoying for like achievement-based, um, you know, specifically Americans who like move fast. Um, but that is really the honest truth is like, go slow, start small, uh, explore your body. And I use um, a lot of times an analogy about how we learned about our front stuff, right? Like think about the time frame. and realistically, like you probably started or I'll use mine, right? Like I started as a toddler. I played with myself, you know, my parents probably, you know, no, do that in your room. I graduated to a point where maybe I was, you know, let's be honest, humping dolls and, <laughs> you know, like probably exploring my body that way. And then as a teenager, maybe I played, you know, dry humping with another person. And then that, that became maybe fingers. And then that became maybe playing with my clitoris myself. Like you go through these stages where then it's sex toys, then it's penetration or penetration, then sex toys. So you had this, um, you know, really long diving board, if you will, uh, before you jumped off to penetration, right? Most folks probably did that in their late teens, early twenties, some folks in, after they got married. So I guess my point in saying that is we do almost exactly the opposite to the butt. Uh, we just like dive right in. We're like, well, we've put something in one hole or we've had something in the in one hole. Like it should be that easy to just like flip it to another hole. And the reality is you don't, most folks don't take a lot of time to explore the outside. And if you think, if you have a vulva, you're really familiar with this. Mm -hmm. Like nobody really played with your clitoris before they penetrated you. And it's the same situation with, um, you know, the butt. There's so many sensitive nerve endings and ways to play on the outside. So like, don't sell yourself short in thinking that penetration is the only way to go because number one, it's probably not going to feel good if you go from zero to penis or dildo. Right. Um, and you're missing out on what you can never take back, which is the novelty uh, of exploring your body in a new way. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like people just get so excited that they want to try something different that they go about, you know, all wrong. So definitely um, you did mention something that was a little interesting to me that you said that usually there's penetration and then sex toys for, you know, your front side, but what about for your backside when you're playing with like plugs or beads? So, you know, I, I always suggest people to manually stimulate themselves back door to see if it's sensation that they enjoy before purchasing a plug or even going to intercourse if that's their goal or something like that. So if you're playing with your hands, you want to move up to your first anal toy before penetration. What is one from you, you know, that you are suggesting right after, you know, maybe finger play? Um, right after finger play, 
if you're comfortable with one finger and that feels good for you and like, you know, your butt's hungrier for more, um, you can use your fingers as a pretty good indicator um, of like what size is good for you. So like if you're starting with one finger, like one finger would be what I would say is our um, novice plug mm -hmm. and or our snug plug one. That's like a pretty good and then two fingers, two and a half, right? Then you're going to go to our snug plug two which I really love, especially if you are quote unquote anal training, because you can leave that in your body for an extended amount of time just to get used to the sensation um, or the trio plug, right? That's about two, two and a half fingers depending on the size of your fingers. So basically you're just going from size one to size two. And that realm for us is typically snug plug two, uh, rimming plug petite, if you've had a little bit of experience with other plugs um, and, and the trio plug. Right. Yes. You talk about anal training, um, a lot on the website and we sell the training set as well. So basically what she's saying about the different fingers is, you know, as you get more comfortable, you are training up to, if, if intercourse is your goal for backdoor play, then absolutely that is, has to stay consistent for your size toys as well. Yeah. Yeah. And remember, it's not something you do once. Right. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. just because, yeah, just because you go through one process of anal training, you know, that double ringed anal, you know, a sphincter muscle, mm -hmm. it's going to go back to its original state. So if you take a break or you, you know, go have a partner that loves anal stuff, you know, and you, then the next partner doesn't, you're going to have to start over again. So just a reminder, like it's not something you do once. Right. Yes. Yep. If you, uh, if you don't use it, then you're going to have to train again. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You'll use it. You'll lose it. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, let's talk about, you know, maybe the partners that aren't as excited for anal play, you know, what's a conversation look like with somebody that has never experienced someone that wants to play anally? Um, I think the conversations are a little different depending on whether or not you're the giver or the receiver or the person who's into it, or maybe like reluctant. Um, but I think a great place to start is, um, you know, having a conversation about, you know, sexual desires, like, and a lot of people characterize this. I've seen other sex educators basically say you should make like a yes, no, and maybe sheet of uh, things that you might be interested in mm -hmm. sexually. And I think that that's a really fun, like game night, if you will, um, especially now, uh, is to write things that are yes, no's, and maybes for you. And, you know, maybe you could see what's, common in the yes category, what's common in the maybe category. Um, and then like, you know, maybe take a, a step back from the nose to start with. Um, and if you find something common, so maybe starting with something like anal fingering is a good place or exterior butt play, you know, uh, that could be a fun place to start. And if, you know, poop or pain are main concerns, which really they are for a lot of people, um, you know, make sure you like spend some time, you know, offering to educate together, watch like some fun, like our butt stuff, basics videos, uh, flavored lube can be a great place to sort of like meet in the middle if people are concerned about smells um, or tastes. So, and hygiene is like a great, you know, like having a, like, you know, a hygiene routine beforehand. Like, I guess my point is really set yourself up for success and explore together. Like if you just in your, you're in the bedroom and you're like, I want a finger in my butt and it's out of the blue and that's a high pressure situation. Don't think that that's the best approach. I think right. preparing together and coming um, and having some consent like together in your play is super important. Yes. I love how negotiation used to be considered more of like a kink and BDSM community type thing. And now it's yeah. kind of crossed into these couples, you know, like it's 
part of consent now of negotiating what terms are going to happen in the bedroom and especially true for anal play. So I love that. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, so let's talk about anal orgasm and how we'll get there, of course, through B-Vibe. But anal orgasm, I'm just curious, um, what exactly makes it so intense back there? I know that we have so many nerve endings on the sphincter muscle and they can be massaged and rimmed just a little differently, just like you can front door. But when you reach orgasm anally, is it because you are hitting your G-spot through the walls? Is it because of that prostate stimulation? Where are people experiencing like an anal orgasm? What's the difference here? So if you have a prostate, it is going to, you're going to, you know, it's a pretty in uh, intense area of stimulation. Um, and, you know, it's best achieved through stimulation inside the anal canal. Um, you can massage the prostate externally. It's not quite the same thing. And it is a different orgasm. I personally don't have a prostate. So, but what, what I've heard other folks say is it's a totally new source of pleasure. So it's basically adding this completely different way to orgasm, which, you know, folks with a vulva, we have, you know, a clitoris and that clitoris has both an external and internal structure, right? And we refer to the parts of the internal structure as G-spot and A-spot. Um, but realistically, it's like one big piece. And um, if you're stimulating multiple pleasure zones, right? So we'll go back to the prostate, right? You're actually stimulating that exterior sphincter, which has 4,000 nerve endings, same amount as the head of the penis. So you're getting that movement, that stimulation through the movement. And then you're also stimulating the internal part. So you're, it's basically dual stimulation orgasm. That's pretty incredible. Um, and the same thing really applies if you have a vulva. Um, your clitoris, as I said, is this large structure. And actually when you put something inside the anal canal, what it, it sits right next to the vaginal canal. So when something goes inside the anal canal, there's just a thin line really between them. So it pushes into the vaginal canal. So again, you're getting this stimulation of the anal sphincter, right? Theoretically, if you're moving something in and out or around for something like beads, for example. Um, and then this pressure can feel really delightful. I have to say like, just that pressure. And like, I've even found, you know, putting in a small, like say like the novice plug, which vibrates and then stimulating my clitoris, I can have an orgasm that way. And I've never put anything in my vaginal canal. Mm -hmm. So it's really just about, I think a lot of, if you boil it down to the basics is it's about pressure and stimulating all of these erogenous zones that exist basically in the pelvic floor. Yeah. And I always describe to people too, you know, if you're having a hard time finding your G spot for just vaginal play too, the, like one of the best things you can do is use fingers anally or a small plug anally. And it kind of like angles your hands or your partner right to your G spot as well. Cause you have that more pressure there and the feeling of fullness that you get. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, so let's talk about these. Well, we'll talk about all the plugs of course, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking a lot about the, the novice plug, which is the small vibrating one. Um, yeah. it does have the remote too, which I love for all of like that little collection because you don't have to keep reaching around and clicking the button like you do with a lot of other style plugs. So the remote is great. So let's talk about all of the vibrating plugs that you have. The novice is the small one. Um, it's about the size of a finger. You said one finger. Yeah, it's about the size of one finger. And also really, I like that one because it's a great entry product. Um, but what I also think is it's really fun, even if you're more experienced as like a warm up, right? Like mm -hmm. that vibration, the warm up, like it's a great place to start or restart. 
Yes. I, I love your packaging too. I will just throw this in here because a lot of people, I do sell the products every day. The box is just as big as the trio or the triplet, but the toy is not. It shows the actual size on the front of it. So don't yeah. be discouraged at the size of the box. The toy is a little bit smaller. So then you would say that the next step, if you want it to vibrate above the novice is the trio. Yeah. So then the medium size plug would be the trio. Um, and, and you also get going from the novice plug, which has one motor, uh, graduating to, or starting at the trio plug that has three motors. And that is our most powerful vibrating plug. Um, it's the middle child, as I say, so it, <laughs> it tends to get the least amount of attention. Um, but that's a plug that if you like this sensation of, uh, movement, like in out movement, um, those three motors uh, are really fantastic because there's two inside the bum and then one in the neck of the plug. And as they, if you turn them on and turn them up, they actually feel like they're gliding sort of inside the body. Mm -hmm. And or you can do um, sort of my favorite modes, which are the bullet, you know, the vibration of the motors alternating, which is like sort of stimulating these different parts of your body in these waves. Um, so yeah, and then also a remote control. So fun, you know, so you don't have to click your butt, as you said. Um, and also if you're playing with another partner, uh, it does allow them to control the speed and the intensity and make them part of the experience. Yes. I think the trio is a really popular one for those that like, you know, a little, a little bigger of an anal toy, but they also like to use it with their partner because like you said, those functions, you can make it go one, two, three, one, two, three, and it almost yeah. has like a double penetrative feel to it. Totally. I love that one for double penetration. Yeah. That's actually one of my favorites. It's yes. flexible. It's just right, the right length, the right size. Yeah. Yes. Definitely my key one. <laughs> <laughs> I think my absolute favorite of B-Vibe other than the rimming, because I just think that that is just the coolest one, um, is the triplet. And I actually show the triplet to a lot of beginner like anal, if they want an anal plug and they're not exactly sure where to go if they want beads or a plug. Cause I just yeah. think it's kind of the best of both worlds. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about the triplet? Yeah, that's so what that is, is, um, three graduated size beads. Um, and it actually doubles like, like you hit the nail on the head. I'm so excited to <laughs> see how much education you have on the products. It's awesome. Um, it doubles as both, uh, anal beads and a butt plug. And the difference between beads and plugs is that, you know, beads are really meant for stimulating uh, the anal sphincter through in and out movement, where plugs are meant to go in and stay in until your experience is over. And what's cool about triplet is that it works both ways. But again, I love that you have the, you know, the beginner part of it because the graduated beads um, allow you to really start with one bead and dip just that one bead in. And as you feel more comfortable, move to a second bead and maybe just play with those two beads and then even a third um, when you're ready. Uh, so I think that's really cool. It's also strong and it also has 15 vibration patterns. But what I like particularly about that one is for double, for double penetration, the beads, um, they uh, move inside the anal canal. Uh, so if you're the receiver, like you feel like sort of this like really cool sensation as the beads, like I use like a windshield wiper as like a uh, like a broad like visual, but you know, it just moves inside the body, but also the 
penetratee, the person with the, that's penetrating, um, can feel the beads and the vibration through that wall. Uh, and so it's like kind of a win-win for both participating parties. Absolutely. Yes. And you have a little bit more G-spot too, because you have more pressure there. So it's just like the heightened orgasm tool, <laughs> I think, yes. of the triplet. Absolutely. Yes. And then um, that rimming, I you know, we've sold the rimming since that was the first thing that you've had in what, 2016 yeah. or something. I've been it there. It was since our very first product. Yeah. 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 And we all saw it. We held it in your hands. We're like, oh my God, this feels incredible. You know, it's just like those like beaded rabbits, yeah. but it's massaging your sphincter and they are great. And I, you have new sizes of them. I know that we have the petite and occasionally we get the the larger one, but it, it sells out really fast. That's so crazy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the the size difference between them? Like is you said that the petite is eh, maybe not exactly for beginners, like about the size difference and your level, what would you say would be more comfortable for who? Um, so I would say the petite, like due to the size of the product, and really that's about the mechanisms inside, it can't be any smaller than the rimming plug petite, um, because the beads actually rotate around a cylinder. Uh, so with that being said, I would say that's like about two and a half fingers. Um, it's good for somebody who's in the medium category, but the reason I additionally say it's not good for beginners is that it is like sensation overload. Um, so if you're just getting used to having something in your butt, like having something in your butt that like rotates and vibrates, <laughs> as one reviewer called it a carnival for your butt. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> it, it's. I mean, listen, if you're down, like, don't let me stand in your way, but you know, like kind of like buyer beware, like it's a lot of sensation and, um, it can, it's a, listen, once you have experienced anal play, I think it's what you hit on early on. It's the next level. Mm -hmm. It's that like, I want to try something new sensation. So rimming petite, I think is more for like medium. Like I've played, I've played enough with a toy or two. I'm ready for like next level, but I want to stay in this size range. I don't ever want to go larger, which is pretty common. Not many, not everybody wants to go bigger. Um, the original size of the rimming plug it's about the size of an average penis. So the girth is, I want to say like three and a half, four fingers, um, sort of like together. Um, and it's a big plug and it's for folks who are experienced. Um, the rimming XL on the other hand, that is actually has the same neck size as the original, but the bulb inside is much larger. So for that, that's for someone who's very experienced that may even call themselves a bottom, um, or is just really like the feeling of big stuff in their butt. Yes. Um, I've talked all about that in our last kink episode for the bottom top thing. So we should all be up to speed. Um, what I really enjoy about the rimming plugs, you know, I have this scenario happen to me in the store all the time. A male, female couple comes in, I greet them, say, hi, you know, what are we looking for? And before the woman can even say anything to me, he says, oh, we're going to try anal. We, we want to plug so that she's comfortable. And she's blushing and she's sweating. You know, she's like, oh, my gosh, like this has to happen to me, but I want to please him. So, you know, yeah, I guess you're going to have to like help me, you know, and I kind of almost excuse him um, where I'm like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to just show her this over here, you know. Yeah. And okay. Bye. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. We know what you want, right? <laughs> now we're going right. to focus on our pleasure. Exactly. Yep. So, um, and you know, when you describe the rimming to a customer that is a little bit afraid 
of anal play and realize that the rimming can give like a, a well, all of the toys, but especially that rimming is going to give like a super like pleasurable sensation. Um, they see the size for a beginner and it, it can be a little intimidating. So that's where, you know, you have other ones to start with. But what I always show the rimming for too is, you know, if the guy is always working up for backdoor intercourse, right? Yeah. Um, the rimming can be a really good vaginal plug as well. So yeah. don't think that if you're spending the money on it that you don't like it, then it's just going to be in the trash or in your drawer for forever. Like there are other ways that you can play with it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great point. And um, actually, we've had a lot of people who have short vaginal canals mm-hmm. um, or have had something, say, like have vagin- vaginismus. Uh, where like traditional, say like uh, dildos or rabbit vibrators are too big or too long or not shaped very well for for their bodies. And they'll use the rimming plugs um, because it has the same features as a rabbit, right? Rotating beads. So it's, you know, and the vibration motor. But what's also really cool about using that as both a front door back door product is the remote control because there's not very many remote control vaginal products. So you're, I'm glad you touched on that. There's lots of ways to use it and enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. And if you think that the rimming sensation is really good for external vaginal play, turn that stem horizontal and then you can use it for oral too. I always give that little tip and trick. Yeah. Like rimming all over. Yes. It's an awesome, awesome toy. It's, it's great. Like Good job, Eva. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Um, the newest ones that you have are the texture plugs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have seen them. I've opened them. I've, you know, touched all the vibration modes and everything. So why did we decide on these textures? And, you know, just tell me a little bit about how these were created. So we designed those uh, with Zoe Legon, um, who you may know on Instagram as uh, Sangria. And um, Zoe and I collaborated on a product design and she looked at our collection and basically what she said, and I had, it didn't, it's interesting because I was like, wow, I didn't, people see different things in your assortment, you know? And what she came to right away was, you know, I really like texture and I really like playing with the sphincter. And I really like the way different textures can feel inside the anal canal. And um, thus the texture plugs were born. Um, and we really came out with like three, it's three different sizes. So they are a small, medium, large, like most, we try to offer a variety, um, where our, my goal has always been that anybody can come to B-Vibe and find a product for them, right? Regardless of where you are in your journey and what type of play you enjoy. So we always make a small, medium, large. And by doing that, we also tried to make the textures, um, coordinate with somebody who might be in more of a small, say, you know, many folks who are in buying small plugs are also maybe somewhat newer or like gentler sensations. So we try to, to accompany like say the bump plug, which is the smallest one, like bumps are really fun and gentle sensation, right? So that's a good pair with a medium plug. And what you can do with that is use them very similarly to anal, to anal beads, right? Just that sort of dipping in, twisting around, playing, putting it inside because they have much more flexible, they're like the snug plugs, they have a flexible neck. So like putting them in the body and giving like angled uh, partner, if you're doing double penetration or putting something in the, in the vaginal canal, like it allows this flexibility. And because the anal canal is just all of these like funky, like curves and twists, I think the textures allow you to play a little differently um, in there. So you get this kind of win-win where it's like anal beads, almost like the triplet plugs. Yeah. Like it, it it's, has this intention to play with the exterior, but it also, you wear it as a plug and you can experience pleasure in, in the interior canal as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, I I do compare them a little bit to the triplet because you know whoever is penetrating can feel the different textures too, so it can be a little different sensation. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you say so the snug plugs and the new um, textured ones? They do have a skinnier neck than some of the other ones. Are those the ones that we're wearing out and about if you want to take your anal adventure outside the bedroom? I would say if you're looking for long-term comfortable wear, like you want to plug, because we do, believe it or not, get a lot of uh, emails into customer service of folks who wear them <laughs> during their Zoom calls <laughs> or out, you know, doing chores, uh, you know, shopping. And those folks are generally wearing snug plugs. Um, and I think, and that's in all, in all fairness, what we design snug plugs for, mm -hmm. right? For long-term comfortable wear. And so those flexible necks, because the anal sphincter like rests on a much shorter stem and it can move, it has a longer neck, so it moves, they are indeed more comfortable for longer term wear. I say that with a caveat that vibration in the neck of a plug, like um, the Trio, for example, or um, if you want to have a remote control dynamic while you're out, like you're going out to dinner with your partner and you, or you're at a bar or, and you have the novice plug in and they're like playing, which I've done. I've done it at a casino. We went around, <laughs> I gave my partner remote control the whole time we're out with our friends and, you know, we're clicking buttons and I'm just like, you know, turning red and different. <laughs> so if that's the dynamic that you really enjoy and it's more about like partner play, then something with a remote remote control is, is probably where you want to go. Right. Absolutely. Cool. I love that. Yeah. Let's talk about those snug plugs because what's really nice with them is you, I, th I think you really get that more fullness sensation with the snug plugs because they have the weight. So what is the weight doing for somebody that just isn't in the know? Um, so I think a lot of people get jazzed by the idea of like of like tech, right? Like vibration modes, rotation, like uh, Bluetooth capabilities. And those are all really cool and fun. But if you like kick it back old school and you really think about like what feels good in your body, I am, we refer to it as like gravity play. So like weight and pressure, right? Like weight and pressure feel pretty amazing. Um, and if you've never played with like a stainless steel or a glass product, like definitely explore one. Um, because it's a completely different um, sensation than something that's, you know, motorized. And what we do is there's graduating weights um, along with, right, so the smaller sizes obviously have lower weight. And then as they get larger, they're heavier. And it's, it's also the shape of the plug and the thinness of the neck that when you put it in your body, as you move, the plug moves with you. And the more weight that you have, um, the more you're going to feel that movement or that pressure inside your body. And as we talked about earlier, that pressure can, it's going to typically, it's going to go forward, say towards your belly button. And it's going to hit all of these areas like the prostate, like the G spot or clitoral legs. Um, so you're basically getting this like sensation all day long. In addition to, um, you know, kind of, kind of like the, the fun, uh, kind of kinky aspect of like being the only one that knows you have a butt plug in right now. And it's, it's great for anal training too, you know, with the weight, just yeah. wear this throughout the day, wear this for this certain amount of time, you know, it's great for the DS relationships that people have, you know, you're going to wear yeah. this for this long, you know, um, I think that, that those are a really great also kind of bondage essential if you're working for any kind of anal play too, because they do feel good. Even if you just move, if there's paddles, if there's anything like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're, they are. I love them for sensation play, like, Absolutely. you know, spanking when somebody has one in putting a vibrator on the edge of it. Those are all very fun ways to play with them. Yes. Yes. So let's talk about what to use with some of these plugs too. Um, 
usually it's a little bit of a slippery slope, pun intended, I guess, Um, (laughs) because anal play, we always suggest a silicone lubricant, but for any toy play, you need a water-based lubricant. So um, what are you suggesting to use for toys and how do you, you know, if you want to bridge to use fingers and you're using silicone lubes, then what's, what is the prep to get into a plug afterwards? So as you said, with silicone products don't mix well with silicone lube. Um, they actually degrade silicone products and oftentimes they make your warranty invalid. So that's just something to know. So if you're playing um, with fingers and silicone lube, you need to wash your body before you move on to silicone toys. Um, I think uh, a, a universal product, so not to get, cause I like, I have a hundred answers, but I want to keep it simple and digestible. Um, the, the universal product is a thick water-based lube. So if you look for something that says water-based gel, I feel like, um, I don't know what lubricants lovers lane sells, but there's, I, there's many, gels, yeah. yeah, a lot of stuff that has the word gel in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's some great products, um, that even have aloe and different types of seaweed. They're also like nurturing to the mm-hmm. anal canal. So I would like be on the lookout for those also. Um, but my point is like, you know, basically you want to make sure that you're lubricating everything. I think a lubricant applicator is my number one like piece of advice that nobody really ever talks about, which is uh, basically looks like a, a syringe, right? You put lube in it, you put it inside the anal canal after lubricating the tip of it, right. and uh, <laughs> you squirt the lube directly into the into the canal, and then you want to lubricate the entire exterior of the area and your plug. It's a lot of lube, but like that's what that that slickness and viscosity is what feels really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I like to for the sort of like easy takeaway, thick water-based lube. Yeah, yeah. And keep in mind, you know, backdoor is not going to self-lubricate. So you can always wipe away extra lubricant, but you cannot make any yourself. You have to add it, yeah. like physically add it. So so I really enjoyed talking to you about especially like all these new products and finally getting to put a face to you. Thank you for joining the Lover's Lane podcast. so excited that she agreed to be on the podcast and told us so much helpful information for new anal play. It's so hard to kind of learn about a new subject before you even like decide that you want a certain type of stimulation. Like no one knows what that rooming plug feels like unless you've even played backdoor and if you have never played backdoor and you don't know what lubricants you need or what kind of prep or anything like that. Like it's really hard to put your body where your mental is where maybe like you want that stimulation but you're just not informed enough yet so I love her kind of analogy about playing front door versus back door and how much longer front door took before you ever ventured a back door I think that's so interesting and it's kind of like a a little token of hope (laughs) for those that want like maybe backdoor intercourse because I hear that all the time that there are just like maybe steps or like different things that you should do to get yourself leading up to that awesome stimulation back door because it is a door that everyone should open it's just a different thing for couples to experience for solo play for couples of any kind and it's amazing so that's my recommendation of the week absolutely (laughs) merry christmas to you all right So I'll let you guys know about the sales we have going on too because there's a lot of them. It's now through Saturday, so until the 19th of December. And the love kits that I talked about in earlier episodes, we have so many different ones in our store and online, but there's different like 
lubricant products that are all safe for backdoor or you know just for lubes they are water-based and there's a lot of different stimulating gels massage oil collections my favorite kit's probably the naughty kit because it's got like three different stimulants in it and then a really nice lubricant too but in the store we do gift wrap them for free as well so you buy any love kit or there is um, a massage oil called high-end love you could buy that as well and you're gonna get a free warming heart massager now it's not a vibrator it's like a warming so if you combine that up with your oils it's amazing together the next sale on top of that is if you spend $75 on anything which our love kits are 79 so that would put you right there you're going to receive a free face mask and then if you spend over a hundred dollars in the store you get another free gift with purchase and that is the Ferranti fun box which actually includes both a c-ring and a bullet so you can really have a lot of different fun with that one it's all silicone it's really soft and then if you happen to shop in the store and maybe you just can't find what you're looking for we actually have all of our gift cards 10% off from now until Christmas Eve so that's kind of nice to throw in a stocking as well the best thing to do is hop onto loverslane.com sign up for our emails and then you're gonna know when we do all these extra little sales promotions gift with purchases and you actually get VIP coupons when you're on our email list so that's all from me today guys but stay tuned for next week we are gonna talk with probably our best selling toy brands that we have in the store both WeVibe and Womanizer so it's one that you don't want to miss thank you for listening to the Lover's Lane podcast and I'll talk to you all again next Monday Lover's Lane.